We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale. It is holiday season. And that means Corner Podcast Awards. Year eight. It's been a while, old man. You had a lot less grays in that beard when we did this year one. Now you are salt and peppered out. I have grown a beard. It is nice to be here for the eighth annual Corner Podcast Awards. Today, you guys are listening. It's boxing on this show. Then we also have MMA, pro wrestling, and entertainment giving it its own show this year instead of breaking up between the three shows like we did in previous years. So that should be really fun. You guys check that out for albums of the year, video games of the year, movies of the year. The old man watches TV shows. I don't watch too many. Uh, and people always hate that I give my ratchet television awards on this show, but I do what I want. So can't wait for that show as well. Meantime, make sure you guys check out all our content on YouTube. Everyone here at Blue Wire Studios doing an amazing job recording this for us, making us look pretty. The show looks even better when you're seeing our faces. So make sure you guys check us out on YouTube as well. Dre, today is boxing. So many awards to give out. Should be so fun. Switching something up again this year. We'll get to the overall awards here in a second. But first, we'll do this like we usually do our pay-per-view reviews. What is your overall feeling for this year in boxing? Mm. Net, um, net a, positive or ne- I'm going to split it up. For the women, A+. Plus. For the men, D. D? Yeah. It was worse years in boxing. Oh, you, you give out Fs. Yes, yeah, I, I give out Fs and F-. minus. It was a D. This was not a great year for men's boxing. Think about it. What was the biggest fight we had this year? Canelo Bill. Yeah. Fury fought twice. So? You didn't like him. Okay. I mean, they weren't, they weren't big fights. Like, if you wanted me to... I disagree. Like, I was in London. There was 90,000 Yeah, yeah they, came, they came for him. But in terms of, like, a big fight that captured the world, we didn't have that. We didn't have a fight that everybody wanted to see. Canelo Triple G was actually probably bigger than Canelo Bivol. Yeah, but it was... The trilogy. It was four years too late. All right. So, yeah, it was like a D. This was not a great year for boxing. It was, and then on top of that... How many undisputed champions we get this I don't year? give a shit. Like three or four? I don't care. Nothing, like, <laughs> these weren't... A this, D is tough. 
it, it's a D year. You want, and here's the other reason why. Uh, social media has made boxing, made me feel like, shut the fuck up and fight. That's what, if you wanted me to put a tagline on 2022, shut the fuck up and fight. Because I take a lot of responsibility for that. Well, I, I love the gossip. I post that yeah, all but the time. It, but, it's the back all the, but everybody has talked trash to each other and nobody fought. Crawford and Errol talked back and forth. They didn't fight. That's different. Like, that takes it down a whole letter grade. Tyson Fury and Joshua, they didn't fight. Like, you go down the list, like, who fought? Ryan Garcia and Tank are fighting next year. Yeah. But it, it took us forever to get there. Looks good for 2023. So far, Fury, Usyk. Yeah. I mean, finally, we're going to get these fights. But for the most part, like, last year, we at least had Wilder Fury, three. Yep. And that was epic. Canelo did undisputed in a year. Yeah. He fought Caleb. Like, he, <laughs> like, there was a lot going on in 2021. 2022 was a year where men's boxing kind of sucked. Women keeping it afloat, though. Women A+. Plus. This was oh, the, a plus. the biggest year in women's boxing ever. Yep. This will be the year they... In 2033, there'll be young girls that are adults that'll go, oh, that was the year that made me want to be a fighter. Yep. Kayla Serrano fought, Savannah Marshall, and Clarissa Shields fought, Alicia Baumgartner, and Michaela Mayer fought. Complete opposite of the men. Yep. No, amazing year. Um, Natasha Jonas just had an amazing fight, uh, I believe, a couple weeks ago. She's damn near undisputed again. Uh, man, we got another undisputed champion at 140. Yeah, Ebony Bridges, you saw it, oh. broke, destroyed her hand and her hip. Like Doesn't even matter. Beat the hell out of that woman with one hand. But these, these women are putting on entertainment, entertaining fights, and they all want to fight each other. Yep. And then not only do they want to fight, they end up fighting. It's like a UFC kind of mentality, though, because the money is only there if you have big fights. Yeah. So it's just like they, they don't get paid well for shitty fights. No. So they're like, yo, you want to earn like, a mill, a fight, or around there, or what you're worth. Yeah, you got to fight someone else who's, like, really good. And they're like, fuck it, then I'm a fight. Like, yeah. I'm a prize fighter. The men, you can fight a bum and make eight mil. You, you can pull the Crawford, fight 10 mil for Avanesia, and you don't need none of, none, Spence. The money's way too... And I don't want to be Dana White with this, because you deserve to get paid whatever the hell someone's going to pay you. But the bloated salaries in boxing, in men's boxing... You don't need to fight. I, I just saw fucking Regis Progress and uh, Jose, Ramirez. Jose Ramirez fight come off the table because, again, WBC 65-35. Like, That's crazy. The guy was a former champion. Yeah. Fuck. Um, but regardless, you get a fight like that and it's just like, Ramirez like, no, I'll go fight anyone at home in Fresno and do three times that amount. I'll pass on a belt. Or are you going to kick? Like, it just makes no sense. No, so. it, it's a bad year. I mean, think about this. Devin Haney for George Cambosis twice this year. Now, granted, good for Devin. Yes. Was that a big fight? No. That's more Cambosis. I mean, it was big in Australia, the first one. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of skill level and talent, like, we all knew Devin was going to win that fight. Yes. He handled business twice. He had to go back and do it again. Yeah. But if you go down the list of people who fought this year, in a wise, just beating the shit out of people. Yeah. Yeah, we got Chocolatito and Estrada, which was a great fight. But it's, it's like, that's not shaking Damn. up the world. Bam had, Bam had a, a tremendous year. year, but there were no fights that you would call somebody who doesn't watch boxing and say, you need to watch this fight. All right, so we're giving it a D. A D, yes. I'm giving it a B minus. Damn. You're friendly. Not friendly. I'll explain why. I have many of the same gripes as you. We'll get to those in a second. Uh, Spence Crawford drops an entire letter grade. 
Easy. ASAP. So can't get an A. Spence Crawford didn't have it. But a Canelo upset, I think, is great for Canelo and the sport. Mm. It, it gives him something to chase. It's, it's pretty big. It's good narratives. It was a good narrative in sport, in the sport of boxing. Kept people on their toes. People say whatever they want. YouTuber and influencer boxing is big, and I see the impact of making new fans. And if you go to the fights, those are very fun. It's like going to low-level hockey. Like, you've been to, like, an AHL or some shit, like, out here. Like, they used to have the Wranglers. Yep. That shit is fun. And it's just like, yeah, like, sometimes when people are, are super pros, it's too much a chess match. When you get people who are amateurs who just throw the gloves on, like, oh, this shit's kind of exciting. I went to the social gloves in L.A. Card was funny as hell. And to give, destroyed the little YouTube kid. Knocked him down five times. Super fun. Uh, Adrian Peterson, knocked out by Le'Veon on that one. Really fun. KSI, the rise of that in Misfits Boxing on zone. Outside of Canelo, what else on zone does that? Like, the, the interest level there is huge. Saw Mayweather and Deshi. <laughs> That just the circus fights and all you this stuff. You are further justifying my D. I like, <laughs> like everything you're I saying like is like, man, that's give it an F. All of that. I, I like those fights, the influx of these. This, this whole shit's a carny business. People are punching each other in the face. I like that aspect of the sport and it's coming more normalized. It was a sideshow, like, what the hell is this stupidness? But now they're figuring out ways to do it well. Jake Paul fought all this. Like, those fights generate interest. They, they deliver because when someone's a novice, somebody's getting knocked out most of the time. Like, if someone has decent skills or is a complete novice. I saw Dylan Dennis hit the pads today. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I can't wait. Over under two minutes. He's getting sparked, but it's going to be amazing. What a, he's so trash. Horrible. But the influx of that, I'm like, you know what? What would have been a C minus, that bumps it up to a B minus. If Spence Crawford makes it lose an entire grade, all the crazy, wacky shit, the exhibitions, all that stuff, puts it right back up to a B minus. Yeah. No, it would have been a C minus. Give it a B minus because of that. I'm, I'm having saying, fun. I'm standing on my D. Like that, it was just <laughs> not a, it was not an interesting year in marquee matches. That women's boxing is incredible. Women's boxing is incredible. That's why I had to separate the two. But I'm combining. That helps the overall. Dude, Canelo had a bad year. I've talked about it on the show before. His performance against Triple G wasn't great. He won. Wasn't great. It was a dominant win. What do you want him it to do? It wasn't dominant. It wasn't that dom- People expected him to knock out Golovkin. Which I, I did. Said, I did as well. Which I said wasn't going to happen. But Golovkin wasn't out of that fight at 40 years old. And then he lost to Bavall. And then you look at what else happened. Terrence Crawford fought David Avenesian. Yeah. Errol Spence fought... Dennis Ugas. Like, look at the pound-for-pound pound list. But look at the pound-for-pound pound list. These aren't great fights. These aren't, like... These are, again, these are not fights that you will call somebody who's like, you need to watch this fight because it's a big pay-per-view fight. Yeah. Next year, hopefully, with Garcia and Tank, and hopefully we get Joshua and Wilder. Hopefully we get Spence and Crawford. Then we got something to talk about. Fury Usyk. Yeah, Fury Usyk. Like... Jay Dave, Paul, Tommy Fury. Hopefully you get David Benavidez and Canelo. That'll be fun. I mean, but first, we get Benavidez in play, and that's very That's what I'm saying. Like, we have... Very fun. We're getting grudge matches next year, whereas this year, Terrence Crawford fought once and fought David Avenisi. 
I mean, that's that's not great. Crime. To be fair, he could have fought him over the summer and knocked that out, and then we've been. Who did Tank fight? Did Tank fight this year? I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm serious. But the, the reason why I asked that he fought I, in June. I. Who did he fight? Oh, Roly. Um, Roly. <laughs> not come Roly. <laughs> he fought Roly. Ryan oh, Garcia. God. Like these. They, nobody fought really he anybody. Lifted his spirit from his soul, though. Roly had no business in that ring with him. He's still talking shit. I like squash matches. I do too, but there were just too many of them this year. Yes. It was the entire card of squash. Yeah, like it was the AEW dark of boxing. Yeah. Deontay Wilder went out there and murdered Robert Hellenius. Tyson Fury went out there and murdered Dillian White and then beat up on Derek Chisora. Yes. Mercifully. Yeah. Like we got at least we got AJ and Usyk, but whatever. It wasn't a great year. Men's boxing. AJ and Usyk. Like AJ didn't change up the game plan, so it made for the exact same stinking fight. Usyk is just too good. That's all that is. There's nothing AJ could have done in that fight. He, he fought well, and he couldn't... Eh. Try to outbox him again. He's an Olympic gold medalist. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there was nothing else he can do, but that's where we're at. We got to have these big fights. Wilder and Joshua need to fight next year. Like, we got to have big fights. This is too beautiful. It kind of goes into our next segment. I'm sure you'll find something else because you're a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. I wanted to add, since it's a holiday show and holiday award show, it's only right... That we celebrate the Corner Festivus mm. as well. And we got to start with the airing of grievances. Oh, God. What? You've done a lot of that already. Yes. What made you the most mad about boxing this year? Tyson Fury's bullshit. It annoyed the hell. Like, Crawford Spence is probably number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard to argue. But Tyson Fury's, like, retirement, not retirement. I'm going to fight AJ, hyping people up, knowing good and damn well he was always going to fight Chisora. I forgot Tyson Fury retired. Like, that was annoying. Like, why are you doing this? It was, and he did it, and we all had to write about it because there was nothing else going on. So Fury had us because Fury, he can't retire. He don't, he doesn't know what else to do with his life. He has to fight. I hated that. That's, yeah. That and Spence Crawford not happening. Like, how do, Coppinger had it. We got excited. And even when I, we got excited, I was like, mm, contract's not signed. I got to wait. Told people to book rooms in Vegas. A lot of my homies were like, I'll see you in November. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was like, yo, before that shit fills up, get your room. Yeah, go ahead. It and, was like pen to pad. And then we sat there and we waited. And we waited. And we waited. And I started asking on this show. I was like, if they don't announce the fight by this date, it ain't going to happen. Can't believe it. And then I was like, this fight ain't happening. Fumble the bag. Fumble the entire bag. And then again... And then Terrence Crawford was like, I'm fighting on BLK Prime. It's like, what? So, yeah. that that Those two stories pissed me off the most in boxing. Yeah, Crawford, Spence is probably number one. My other airing of grievances, because I forgot about Tyson Fury. It's in the same realm. Tommy Fury. Oh, that bum. <laughs> My man, if you were going to fight, I saw him fight in London, Comain or whatever, on Tyson Fury's card. At the end of March last year, everything set up for a Jake Paul rematch. You blow it again? How many times can you fumble that bag? Hey, I don't know. Like, just granted, you got banned from the US, but he was in LA. Why go back home? And then that goes off, and then you have the Rockman Jr. shit. Oh, that wait, falls hold through. on. How about that being a bad year for boxing? I seen Rodman Jr. lost to Greg Hardy. <laughs> Greg Hardy was 100 pounds bigger than him. I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know. That I know how big he was. Been sanctioned. But that's what I'm saying. Boxing just didn't look good. You uh, know how, Greg Hardy beat the shit out of him. 
And I love that as like a circus act. Uh, but Rockmont Jr., it's talking about messing the bag up. I'd rather cut 10 more pounds and get my ass whipped by Jake Paul than go on and get my ass whipped by a 300-pound woman beater. But he couldn't make the weight. That was a problem with Rockman. Like, I almost forgot about that fight getting like, canceled. Cut off a leg. I, when I went to the, I told you, I left here, went to Rockman's gym, and I looked at him, and I can't remember if it was in the group chat. I was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> I'm looking at this spot. I was like, ain't no fucking way you, you making weight. Ain't no way. And so, I talked to him. He's like, but that's yeah. all Tommy Fury's fault. Yeah, it he is. He got that fight on late notice. He threw it. But man. Tommy Fury led to Rockmont Jr. missing a bag and getting knocked out by Greg Hardy. All Tommy Fury's fault. Imagine in 2020, if I was like, hell, people are going to run from Jake Paul. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Jake, oh Jake Paul's best fight this year was at Wrestle, uh, fucking Survivor Series. Uh, uh, no, no, no. What? Solo Sokoa. Not Survivor Series. Was that not Survivor Series? No, that was... was Saudi. That? Saudi, the Saudi back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Saudi back. But, like, Jake Paul knocked down Anderson Silva. Yeah, what a weird year. Crazy. Most feared man in boxing, Jake Paul. Still a D. Still a D. <laughs> but, no, Tommy Fury fumbling that bag. It, it was all funny when Jake was calling Tommy Fumbles, but he really is Tommy Fumble. Yeah, that, I guess that's the other tagline. Shut up and fight and stop fumbling the bag. You know how many bags were fumbled this year? Insane amounts. Like, wow. You know the car we could put together with all the money that was fumbled? That's just fumble, like fumbling bags. I'm not sure Jake Paul's allowed to book another show at MSG. Nah. Bags fumbled. Like, they had the right. main room. Just fumbling bags. <laughs> Spencer Crawford fumbled the bag. Several times. Yeah. Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Oh, that was monumental fumble. Just... It was never going to happen. Even Anthony Josh was like, oh, fuck. This, like, well, this fight ain't going to happen. I feel like the framework, Joshua would have had to take a raw deal. Like, I think he could have done it. Man, they were trying to bend AJ over the table. It was like, here. Okay, you have no leverage. You just lost twice in a row. But then why are you even putting it out there? Because you know the network still got to, like, we knew. I told you, the day that he kept saying, I was like, that fight is never going to happen. You're like, maybe. I was like, no, it's not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Too many people are involved. There's no way you book a fight that quick. The, the time limit. It was impossible. It was like, I got to fight by December's. Yeah. And I mean, meanwhile, Floyd Mayweather's beating up people on helipads and Manny Pacquiao's a fucking hologram. Like, what is going on in 2022? He was a hologram. Yes. It's the craziest year. That is not one of my grievances. Hologram Manny is, is incredible. Next part, Corner Festivus. The feats of strength. No, we're not going to sit here and wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> I am not about to wrestle you. Uh, uh, not fighter of the year. But who had the strongest year overall brand? Who became like a stronger star in boxing? And it, it factoring in everything, who had the strongest year? I would say overall in boxing as a whole, like last year would have been Jake Paul, right? Like he was on a thing. He didn't fight nearly enough this year to have the strongest year in boxing. But... When I look at it and I look at the fights that were missed and the people who did fight and people who may become a household name and become a star, immediately, like, it's hard. And it sounds weird as fuck, but it's hard not to give it to KSI. He became a full-on promoter. He came back to boxing after doing stadium shows. He's going to land the Jake Paul fight and pack out 80,000. The Zone gave him his own series. 
KSI got the strongest people tune in to shows he ain't even on. Off his star power in boxing. He could. I mean, DAZN's given him a lot of resources. Surpassed Jake Paul in terms of a boxing draw. Jake Paul's last couple pay-per-views have not done great. KSI could be the face of influencer boxing and not Jake Paul. Passed him in a year. I got my answer. Really? Strongest year, KSI. Floyd Mayweather. That's, that's, that's a close. I'm not going to argue that. Motherfucker ain't even a pro no more. <laughs> <laughs> He's old, retired, goes shopping, does like betting commercials where he talks with his hands all the time. Hello, I'm, I'm Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Bet on this. Like, that's how he talks and shit. And then, and then he goes, beats up people that have no business in the ring with him and makes millions of dollars. The fact that this man is still a draw, that people will pay to watch Floyd Mayweather fight. A ton of money. And on the flip side of that, when you mention KSI, Deji fought Floyd. Floyd Mayweather fought a YouTuber who was defeated yeah. at a certain point in his career. And they ended up winning one fight. And Floyd was like, all right, I'll fight you. Did the salsa dance with the rain card girls. <laughs> man was making like a million dollars a second. Yeah. Strongest year is Floyd Mayweather. So entertaining. He, he's not supposed to be here doing this. No. The fact that people pay for this is wild. It's very weird. Like, I don't know what, he, what you're even paying for at this point. I don't know. Like, like you know he's going to win, right? It's like, again, we go back to wrestling where WWE does these Saudi cards. And the first one, there was like rumors of like, hey, we want The Undertaker, Yokozuna, and... Someone else from, like, the 90s. Like, yo, bro, like, Zoom ain't even here no more. Yeah. Like, they're just like Floyd Mayweather. Like, to them, it's just like, Floyd is Floyd. Like Santa Claus. That's it. Like, booking Santa Claus to a fight. Fuck it. They just want to see the greatest of this era. Regardless how old he is. It's like... Ridiculous. Floyd fuck around and fight Tyson or something. Good, he won't. No, no, Tyson's way too dangerous. Yeah, Floyd's head, he's like, he want to fight. (laughs) Floyd keeps, it's funny when people say that. It's like, I was doing serious and we were talking about, you know, Floyd fight Pacquiao. And it's like, no. Connor might fight Pacquiao. I mean, I could see that, right? Because Pacquiao still wants to fight. Yeah, like real. Like, yeah, Pacquiao's like, I want to fight you, Floyd. And Floyd's like, motherfucker, I ain't trying to fight. I'm trying to get rich. Yeah. Like, so if he saw Tyson, he looks at Tyson and does, like, motherfucker might hit me for real. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Desi, you're no threat. I will beat you up for millions of dollars. That's the key. They're paying Floyd to beat up. Anybody. Me and you. Yeah. They were like, Floyd versus With the more Podcast. <laughs> Both of us at the same time, Floyd still win. And dancing. Nah, see, that's the problem. Um, nah. Yeah, I'll take the L. My pride, like, 10 years ago, I probably would have hit him with a chair or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't no, want to go out like that. No, but now, course. I got a family to feed. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm taking the bat. I'm taking the bat. Yeah, so, yeah. I he, can't knock Deji at all. Yeah, he, you could beat me up. And then I'll go back to commentary and talk about it, too. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, that was a tough night for me. Tommy Fury on the Floyd card. Yeah. Fucking help Tommy Fury. My, my grievance. Not Floyd having the strongest year. Glaring problem. Huge problem. That's why boxing sucks There's no year. boxers we could have named for that category. No. I, there was not a single name I was just like strong year. Like really. I mean, Bam obviously had a huge year. Yeah, right? but did he increase the star power is my problem. I mean, he became a bigger star, but it wasn't not like exponentially. The fact that Floyd had retired, left the sport and was like, if you want me to fight. And they were like, anybody will like pay. Like $60 million fights still. Yeah, and he's like, okay. And meanwhile, the active fight, like he's getting, he's getting paid more than active fighters. Like a, a lot of them. A lot more. To, like together. All of them? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> probably, probably is all of them. 
Yeah. The only person who Canelo? makes Canelo and Anthony Joshua make ridiculous amounts of money to fight. Fury made a lot off of those two fucking fights. But, but he had to fight twice. Right. And still don't know. You had to fight Floyd back. Floyd over here in Big Macs. And like, all right. Going to the strip club. Yeah. And party. He's a granddad. He, he had a pre-fight party. Of course he did. That's Floyd. In Dubai that he attended. Dog. I was like, you fight. <laughs> so I'm telling you, the strongest year. The man is, is just recently became a grandfather. Yep. He's beating people's ass. Kate got some hands. Yeah, his grandson's got yeah. some hands. Like, listen, like, yeah, yeah. Yaya's little boy. They yeah. Show him on Instagram. I was like, this yeah, is yeah. You know what? Young NBA young boy. That's the dad, right? Like, yeah. he's he's fairly tall. Yeah. Like, Floyd, the only thing he's missing is, is height and reach. Yeah, yeah. That kid get his dad's height and Floyd's skills. You're on to something. Yeah, as long as you keep your hands off women. Yeah, I mean, that had nothing to do with the child. Like, I'm just just talking about the physical nature of this. You got a, a six-foot-one Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. We in business. I'm just saying, the lineage doesn't look great. Oh, no, no. <laughs> like, no, not at all. Mm, sorry. I would say money could help that, but money really doesn't. No. Um, nah, yeah, keep, keep that baby in the gym. Right now, the baby looks wholesome. So yeah, like don't, don't blue-face this child. <sighs> we'll save that for the entertainment show. That might be my errands of grievances on that one. Why that girl got one tooth? I don't know. And keep, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, we'll, we go get there. Let's dive into the actual awards now then. Where do we want to start? This is how we'll do it. Everyone, if your first corner podcast awards, it's usually how it goes. Uh, for wrestling, producer Cole Bebe will be here as well. And it'll be the three of us collective. We give out our fights of the year, our category winners. Then we decide between the two of us or the three of us, what's the strongest one? We all agree that is the winner. Um, I told Cole we should uh, make golden DCs as like a trophy. And just stickers and send them to people. That's they win an award. That should be for the loser. Whoever comes in last place gets <laughs> some DC. DC. Funky ass. It, it looked great. Um, so, first one, fight of the year. I've been going back and forth. It's been tough. I didn't split this award for the year. Too. Overall fight of the year. If you would have asked me this about four weeks ago, I'd have said Conlon and Woodley. But now it's Serrano and Taylor. I flipped it. Because the magnitude of that fight and the fact that it was all action for 20 fucking minutes. It's still sad. These women couldn't get 12 threes. Whatever. But it was all action, and Serrano was front running. She looked pretty dominant. It looked like she was going to stop Katie. Katie came back. Flip a coin either way. Changed the whole dimension of boxing. Five of the years, uh, Taylor Serrano. I agree. Taylor Serrano. Yeah. Uh, Conlon Wood is, is definitely. Conlon Wood's just in, in terms, terms of incredible. action and, and yeah. phenomenal. But the spectacle of it, MSG, yeah, just what it did for women's boxing. What fight was also that night? There was another fight that night. Um, I covered it. Shakur. Okay. Shakur and Valdez. Valdez. Yes. Yes. We were both there. And I remember because I was like, damn, I wonder how that fight's going to yep. do. And I'm, I can't remember who I was talking to. I think one of my writers was there. And he was just like, you can't even hear yourself anymore. Yep. And I was like, wow, it's a change in the guard. Like, people were concerned if women's boxing would draw. And then not only did it draw, it delivered. Crazy. Like, I said, um, since I wasn't going to be there, I was going to be at Shakur. 
I was like, yo, it's, it's poignant, like, for ESPN and everything. Like, we should have women covering it. It's all women's, you know, it's, it's a huge night in women's boxing and all this stuff. Women, so, like, we said, like, women members are a social team. They crushed it. But yeah, they're, like, the atmosphere is insane. Like, uh, shout out to Tesha Hirsch, who's, like, my counterpart on the MMA side. Um, ESPN social. She's like, yeah, it's like, it sounded like a Connor fight. Yeah, like she's done like the New York Connor events, and it sounded like that. Yeah, fight insane, hands down, fight of, fight of the year. And then, so we agree, fight of the year. Yep, Serrano Taylor, upset of the year. Yes, we're going to disagree. It's going to a little bit for me. Oh shit, we're going to agree again. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I mean, what what was the other fight you're going to say? None, because people say that's not an upset. Oh, that's an upset. Everyone's like, that's not an upset. No, it's an upset. That's clearly an upset. It's like. The other, thought Canelo would be undisputed right. again by now. Like, look, Chris Colbert losing was a big deal, right? Yes. Uh, to Hector Garcia. That was a big deal. But, yes, in hindsight, you go, yeah, because I said it from the beginning, like, Bivol is going to be a tough fight. I always, from the jump, I was like, Bivol is a tough fight. The Ozmakers had Canelo a significant favorite. And not only did Canelo lose, he pretty much got dominated in that fight. Yep. It's the upset of the year. Like, I, I know a lot of people are going to say, nah, they're going to pick another fight where there was a bigger underdog. No, Canelo is the number one pound for pound fight in the world. Biggest star in the sport. And looking to start collecting belts again. And for a lot of people, even though that we all looked at Bivol as a tough opponent, we were like, ah, Canelo's probably still going to win. Yep. And Bivol went out there and just beat him up. And was dominant. So, yeah, upset of the year is Canelo, Canelo losing to Bivol. Agreed. Bivol takes home that. Men's fighter of the year. Misha Bivol. Bivol's There's, fighter of the year. Come on, man. He, Bam, Bam is my other candidate. Yes, Bam had a tremendous year. His final fight wasn't great, but yet still, remarkable year. But Bivol went out there again. You beat Canelo. You will, Canelo only threw 89 punches that fight. Crazy. It landed, it was like an abysmal, like 12, no, 14%. Because Gilberto Ramirez in the follow-up fight only landed 12% of his fights. Yep. You talk about being dominant. He beat the hell. Out of Zerg. Yeah, he's, he has gone from a guy that people are like, eh, he, you know, Better Bev is going to beat him up. Like, that's what a I lot thought of, so too. I thought now, Better Bev would walk him down. But the defense. Now we look at him as like, like, yo, nobody can touch him. Oh. And it's not like special effects. He's not like Shakur. He's not like a Floyd. He's not like shoulder rolling. I don't and know pin. how he does it. He's just very technically sound. <laughs> he's so technically sound and uses that jab so well. The reach, right? It has to be reach. It's, it's the jab. It's. Like, how he closes distance is how he protects himself. He doesn't make mistakes. No. You watch Bivol fight, he just doesn't make mistakes. Did you get, like, halfway through the fight, and people are just scared to throw? Because you can't Because like, he's coming him. back. Yeah. Like, you're scared. And it's not like he has overwhelming power. No. But they they get so scared at the jab coming back at them that they're just frozen. Like, he did what he did with Canelo was, if you go back and watch that fight, every time Canelo threw, Bivol was like, I'm going to throw three. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, what do I do with this? And then when Canelo get close and try to, you know, you get down and Bivol would jab him yep. and just completely reset Canelo. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, there's no other answer. But now it's like Canelo's talking about fighting John Ryder if his hand surgery. And then he's talking about fighting Bivol. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to see that fight again. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I, I get it. Canelo's a competitor. It's what he wants to do. But honestly, Bivol better be of should be the next fight, and then Canelo fight the winner. Well, you got this Yardy bullshit that's in the way. Like, this. Well, I, I know. That, that's January 28th. I know. You, you can run them in June. But the reality is, Canelo, if he fights John Ryder, and that's defending his undisputed middleweight title, 
Yep. In May. If his hand surgery heals up and he fights John Ryder, in my mind, you need to fight a David Benavidez. If yeah. Benavidez beats Caleb Plant, if Benavidez... WBC would have to order that force. Yeah. If David Benavidez thumps Caleb Plant, not just beats him, wrecks him. And yeah. I love Caleb Plant. But you're... There's no reason to have him wait around. I don't want to see Bivol beat up Canelo again because that's exactly what I think will happen. Yeah. Maybe Canelo proves me wrong, but I think, what are you going to do? Canelo Benavidez would be a better fight for September and let Bivol and better be a figure it out. Yep. And if Bivol's as good as you think he is, as good as he looks, Eddie Hearn should gamble on that and say he's going to come back to this Canelo fight as undisputed champion. And it's huge. No bullshit. And it's even bigger. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it should go. And Benavidez, Canelo, the build to the fight. Like, if Benavidez... If Canelo loses to Benavidez for some strange fucking reason, he can just be like, well, I'm still moving up. And you can give him the Bivol fight. Funny, funnily enough, though, David Benavidez is like, ah, stop that, I'm going up. <laughs> David Benavidez go up his eyes. Because he's long. big as hell. Yeah, his eyes. But that's, that's the route you, you should go. But this was the year of Dimitri Bivol. Fight of the year. Yeah. And if Benavidez... That's, that's the next thing. Benavidez, and we'll get to the other things on the list, but if Benavidez handles plant, say he does, and Canelo doesn't sign on to fight him, does he vacate, move up? Because you become number one undisputed. You become number one challenge automatically, yeah. and you can fight better BF immediately. I don't think Canelo wants to fight better BF. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, no, Benavidez does. Oh, oh, Benavidez. And force the hand because you cut Canelo off yeah. the waist. If you're not going to fight me down here and you're going to fight Bivol, I could fight the guy with the other three belts as a mandatory. Gamble, say, I'm going to beat him. And now you can't run. That's true. Because if you want to be undisputed, now I got the other three. I, but I, what I think Benavidez, I don't think he really cares. I've talked to Benavidez a lot. He it, wants to fight Canelo. That's the key. It's like you got to cut Canelo off, though. You're playing chess. He wants to fight Canelo, but you know who else he wants to fight? Charlo. Charlo. So as long as... What he, the hell, Charlo? Charlo and Boo Boo, one of them got to fight him if he wait. So I think Benavidez will hang around at 68 and just try to beat up everybody that's there. I don't know what Boo Boo's doing with his life. No. Vacated 160. Cool. Then go fight this yeah, guy. Boo-Boo's a weirdo. I like Boo-Boo. He's a weird guy. Yeah, but like his style of defense, a boring fight versus Benavidez, like you might got a chance. Yeah, he probably loses. Probably, but if you try to like stink it up. I, I just don't think he can keep somebody like Benavidez off him. But we'll see. see. 2023 will be an interesting year in boxing. It, it's like back to being wide open who the fighter of the year will be. That whole pound for pound list can flip. Oh, entirely. I mean, you're looking at that and realistically, in a way, could lose going up to 122 because that's a whole different thing. Like, Fulton's no joke. No, that fight's not happening. Either. No, but regardless. Yeah. Um, who's the other champion? Agmaliyev. Uh, uh, Agmaliyev, right? Yeah. Like, that's not an easy fight. Either. No, like, nothing's easy. No, like, so you go up there and it's just like, you, you, you're going to challenge one of them because you're mandatory wherever the hell you want. So... We want it to be at Mali. That's not an easy fight either. Fulton can vacate, go up and do whatever the hell. But um, there's there's so many options at, at 22. We don't know how that goes. Fury and Usyk can knock each other off. I mean, Devin Haney could beat Vasily Lomachenko and rock it. Shoot his, his stock up. Shakur Stevenson, who knows what he'll do next year. Yeah, he could beat 
anyone at yeah. 135. Crawford Spence. Like, we haven't even talked about somebody like Jerron Boutinis who will fight next year on the undercard of the Gervonta fight. Why? It's still weird that he's... Nobody wants to fight him, but... You got to start giving the kid main events. Because... The money will never make sense. This will be his last headline. Yeah, this will be his last. Fighting on a tank pay-per-view as the co-main will be the last time he's not the main event. Oh, okay. I can't see him doing it. You that. can't justify these big names fighting him yeah. if he's never headlined a car. Like, how are we going to figure out the money? <laughs> Don't know if you can draw. Yeah, I get it together. Yeah. Um, women's fighter of the year. Clarissa Shields. This is tough. Was it for me? I'm also giving it to Clarissa Shields. But that's one fight. Mm-hmm. Katie Taylor had two and beat someone higher in the pound-for-pound ranking. Yeah. Granted, that person was small. Yeah. But you, she beat someone who was arguably number three. She's number two, pound-for-pound. So, it's like, fuck. But it was a close beat. It, that, th- this is my issue with Katie Taylor. And this is why I couldn't give it to her. You could have gave that fight to Serrano. Yes. One. Two, Clarissa went into enemy territory to fight Savannah Marshall and become undisputed again. Serrano did too. I mean, uh, Taylor did too. Come on. You know how many Irish went to MSG that night? A ton. <laughs> it's not enemy, enemy territory. That's like Amanda's backyard. It can't help that. I mean... That's like the, if a bunch of black people decided to go out and support saying, Clarissa. It, it was a 50-50 crowd that night. Sure. Clarissa was in literally in enemy territory and went out there and handled business to become undisputed again. The only other person that could be in this conversation is Alicia Bumgarner. Because Alicia went out there and beat Michaela Mayer. Alicia was nowhere, like, nobody talked about Alicia Bumgarner in January of 2021. No, she had two big fights. And then, you know, she looks great. And then she speaks like She's, a superstar. Like Exactly. The persona matches the skill. I, I think, some people are not going to like this, but I think Katie's going to lose next year. I think so. I think she's, she's getting due. older. Everyone's like everybody's catching up. Yeah, and Amanda like Amanda not, might get her in the run back. There's a slight adjustments. She hurt her. Yep. Katie Katie gets hurt constantly. Clarissa don't get hurt. That's the, my fight of the year. Clarissa Shields. Like I don't think there's any woman that can beat her. Honestly, Alicia Baumgartner, Katie Taylor for next year. I'm taking Alicia. Hmm. Stuff. I like to see how Alicia deals with Katie's pressure. I think. Michaela stands a good chance because the, the measurables as well. I think they can all, because again, Amanda is great. She's just so much smaller. Katie has none of those advantages against others. No. Katie's a, Katie's a very. Oh, Chantel became undisputed at yeah. 140. And that's a tough bat. Like, uh, I mean, what she was able to do in that fight to Jessica McCaskill was crazy. Yeah. Justin McCaskill, who lost to Katie Taylor early, um, she fought a really bad fight that night. It was horrible. She, she fought terribly. But I don't know if she fought bad or she tells that I good. know. But Katie Taylor is a very, God, I hate using it. It's a very basic fighter. Like, you watch Katie Taylor, you go, what is so special about this? She outworks her opponents. She's much like we've seen in MMA, where she's very good for when she fought. And it's still so good that you can compete. But you fight these younger, like younger women who have been fighting since they were 10, 12. It's just a different level. Yeah. Um, Amanda Serrano's great, but she's still like 35, 36. Like, 
they're both from like the same era, kind of. Yeah, they're both in their mid thirties. Yeah. yeah, like when you fight someone who's 24, 25, 26, like we were like we're seeing twenty nine. It's they grew up a whole different level of boxing, and then the next wave of women don't fight nobody who twenty one now. Like yeah. watching these young girls and young women on Instagram. Because I get, like, a ton of, like, uh, UGC content and everything. And I look. And their training videos and how much time they put in. And their skill sets at, like, 12, 13, and 14. Scary. I know. Game changing. Yo. In, like, six years, you'll be like, eh. I'm going to look back on Katie Taylor film and be like, like, when we're watching, like, 2006 UFC. Where you're just like. It's different. It's, it's different. It's different. They just move different. Yeah, Clarissa, I mean, Katie's very good. It's just when I watch her, I'm like, she can get knocked lot. off. She can hit a lot. She does. Delphine, I keep going back to Delphine Pursuit fight where most of us ringside thought she lost. Yeah. And I'm like, Katie's really good, but man, it's just, you just got to outwork her. Yep. And I'm not saying that's easy to do. Amanda tried it and she was burning out towards the end of the fight, but Clarissa is not even 30 yet. No. Clarissa is a whole different. She's a beast. Whole different level. She's so, yeah, she's definitely women's fighter of the year. She makes it look easy. She does. The cards were generous in that fight. I know. And Savannah's like, I'm activating my rematch clause. I'm fighting an overseas again. I'm like, if I'm close, like, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> like, I got to go fight where you at again? To be honest, I'm not sure if, <clears throat> if Boxer has promotional contracts to fight in the U.S. I don't think they do, but it's such a weird thing to go. It yeah. has to be an all-top-ranked card. And uh, Clarissa would, they'd have to like loan Clarissa out to top rank and Savannah. It's, it's, it's a weird deal when they mention, I'm activating my rematch clause. We're fighting in my backyard again. Why? Yeah. I beat you up in your backyard the last time. Why'd I go back in enemy territory? That fight in Vegas would be fun. It would. But I talked to Lisa recently and I was like, yo, because you know she wants to fight Choi and it doesn't seem like Choi wants to fight her. No. They got to strip Choi if she doesn't they, Yeah, they have to. Something got to give. But I was like, Alicia, don't you want to fight in Vegas? She was like, That's, I'm talking to Eddie. She was like, I want to fight in Vegas. I was like, yeah, we need to do Clarissa and Alicia on the same card in Vegas. Like, it's time. It is time. Like, we need to have a superstar card in Vegas. But again, Boxer worked that out in top rank, and they made it work. Yeah. And they do a lot of good stuff with, like, women's boxing, which, which is good. And you can float between cards. But here in the U.S., it's so I know. dominant. Like, when stuff is in the U.K., you can kind of get weird with shit because um, they have so many UK pay-per-view rights and they're like, yo, we'll yeah. give you this pay-per-view. So that one's going to be odd. But I mean, again, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. No. Boxer would just have to get their cut on the back end and lend out their fighters. We'll see. Second half of next year, one of them will fight in Vegas. Yep. And then next one up, we have knockout of the year. Two horse race. Come on, man. It's Conlon Wood. Conlon Wood. We agree way too much on this. Yeah, I mean... Yo, you come from behind and knock somebody the fuck out the ring? I thought he died. Everybody thought he died. Because I remember I, I tweeted about it. I was like, his soul left his body. And somebody was like, his soul might have really left his body. You out of line. I was like, wait, hold <laughs> yeah, on. <I> mean, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. He was out for like five minutes. It was like, they got the stretcher. And I was like, oh, man, do I need to delete this tweet? I felt really bad. And I was like, I'm not deleting this shit. I said what I said. But, <laughs> yo, a, a knockout like that, the, this act. And Conor looked great in the return fight. And that yeah. fight is great. I want to see him running back. But God damn. Damn, what a... He that, slumped him. And was getting worked. It's not like it was an even fight before then. Conlon was whooping his ass. And Wood just turned it up. 
That's yep. that's the buzzer beater at the end. That's the Hail Mary. That, that, that knockout was crazy. The other one is Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant. He literally Mer- buried him. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I've watched that knockout so many times. And it's crazy because the, the third uh, runner-up would be Deontay Wilder, Robert Hernandez. Oh, the same God. fucking card. But Caleb, so true. if anybody's played Mike Tyson's punch out, Caleb hit him with a little Mac. We hit the start button. <laughs> and go, doo-doo, pop. And Darrell just crumbled like Glass Joe. That, that was brutal. Burying him afterwards added so much yeah. to, to that knockout. Oh, that was, that, it was fun. I ended up doing, I did serious. I had Dan Raphael. And Dan was like, oh, he's a poor sport. I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> I was like, look, you talk shit to me. And I smoke you. Oh, you're not going to want to see the things that I At do. all. Like, oh. You ain't living this shit down. No, never. Never. Uh, the Dan, referee Dan's had to push. from a different era. Dan, most, Dan is like that, like, uh, the good old rules of baseball, the unspoken rules, the you dude. showboat, I throw the pitch at you. It's all right, Dan. Yeah. We, we love you, but Dan. He ain't love the only you, one. Ioli. We love all, we love all y'all. Nah, we, we're from the shit talking era. Yeah. You, Look, you I'm admiring my home this. runs. <laughs> bat flipping. I, I'm bat flipping. All I'm high shit. stepping into the end zone. Oh, I love it. Caleb Plant burying someone, tank doing the, the hip thrust. Come I on, want man. all that. If... If if we're friends and I knock you out, I probably won't do that. If you talking big shit to me, and I knock you out, and I'm not really known as a knockout puncher, and it's like one, of, it's not like a kind of knockout. Like I killed you. Yep. you're alive, but you're dead. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I might teabag you. Oh yeah, Patty, Patty the Patty <laughs> stuff. Like yeah, like anything's on the table. Yeah, like you deserved it. Yes. That's, That's what the crowd should have chanted. You deserved it. Yep. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Fucked up when you grow up in like the Halo era, Call of Duty era things. They were just like, yo, when I own you, you're getting tea back. You yeah. just got to eat that. You got you to eat it. <laughs> just, but yeah, Conlon Wood, you knock a man out of the ring. and That's, that's crazy. That's nuts. Knock him out. And then I forgot about the Wilder one. I don't know how. He killed them. He killed them back Moving backwards. Yeah. Threw a shot and Robert Hellenius, is like, you see his eyes and he's like, God? My best post on ringside this week, by the way. Ridiculous. The stats, and uh, they're working on, like, the different metrics and everything for Undisputed. So they released, like, the beta so people could play. And it's Wilder Usyk. Oh, is that the one where he knocks him out of the ring, Ring King style? He does. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, there's, there's a glitch. But it's a beta for a reason, right? So, like, they're trying to get the glitches out. Yeah. But those are the two fighters. But you can open up their stats because they're yeah. the only two fighters. Wilder's power, right-hand yeah. power, was 88. Like, what are we doing? Overall power, 90. Usyk had more overall power. Yeah, I don't look. If that's not a hundred, if that's not like Madden plaque, that's that's like Tyreek Hill speed. Yeah. Wilder's right hand punch, you break the charts. Yeah. Uh and I've been talking to the people at Undisputed because I was like, I need a copy of this game. Yeah, it looked good. And they was like, Do you have Steam? And I was like, I don't PC game, because they were gonna let me play the beta. And I was like, I don't PC game. I got I got console. <laughs> but when I saw that, I was about to send an email. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I borrowed Brian's Steam. <laughs> Brian. Brian, I'm borrowing it so I can play this beta. But, uh, yeah, man. I, Deontay Wilder? Nah, man. It's, the scale is to 99. It should be 103. That's it. <laughs> you got to break the scale. Yeah. Like, it's Deontay Wilder. Like, yeah. it's, it's not fair how hard he hits people. That's stupid. Yeah. The man's skill. If you just put him in there skill for skill with anybody, you'd be like, what the? No. F-? Then he hits you. It was Stamina like, oh. 41. Yeah. Right hand power 103. You Technique 3. Like, it's all kinds Fuck of. It. Like, but he hits you, you die. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> if he hits you, you die. It's like playing a video game is like you're playing a boss and he one hit kills it's like you. Like Mike Tyson and Punch Out. Yeah. You can't get hit. No, you couldn't. 
It's over. Little Mac couldn't take that shit. No. <laughs> I felt bad for Little Mac. Oh my God, Tyson! What my? I was playing that on my switch. What's my ass? He's he's the worst. He's the worst. He like he's the most. Di- well, once you figure him out, he's not that good. I don't got the timing, patience to like go through the same movements every time. You have time. to. You have to be super patient, super disciplined. Like you had to with a what do they call a Super Macho Man in the game now? Mister Wonderful or something like that? Really? They changed, changed his name. Yeah, he used to do the punt, like the spinning punch. Yeah, yeah. But Deontay Wilder is like a video game fighter. It's like, oh, let me figure out his pattern. If he touches me, I die. <laughs> That's, a, that's power 105. Like nine, nine, that's ridiculous. Prospect of the year. Keyshawn Davis. It's always tough for me to judge prospects. Because what is a prospect? It's like rookie of the year and rapper? Yes. Like, yeah, you already dropped an album three years ago. How are you a rookie? Yep. So it's just like, when do you become a contender? So I would say Keyshawn as well. But uh, there's the kid signed to, I say if there's others in the running. The kid signed to Jake Paul and went hell of a year. Oh, 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 the 19-year-old kid. Yeah. Um, his name escapes me right now. But he's up there. Montana Love was another guy. But nah, fuck, nah, Montana Love is not good. No, I, I know. But, like, it, it is what yes. it is. Is he a prospect? No. Um, the kid signed to Jake Paul's 19. Yes. And he had one hell of a knockout on a Jake Paul card. Yeah. And that was actually not the easiest of fights. Like, they didn't give him, like, a soft touch. Yeah. And, like, he went out there and start show boy. And I was like, oh, my God. This kid might be for real. So, <laughs> between those two, that's usually, like, that's my, my award. And I think Top Rank has a ton of these guys. Um, next year, because I think he's only had one fight. But I think next year... Emiliano Vargas is going to be on the short list. That's, yeah, Emiliano Vargas, anybody who watched them Vargas boys fight, they got star written all yeah. over them, but Emiliano's the one. He's the one. He's definitely the one. So uh, he comes back February 3rd. Top rank will probably have him fight like five times next year. And so, like, graduating from prospect, like... Ashton Silva. Ashton Silva. Thank you. Yes. He, he had one hell of a year. Yeah. So it's one of those where it's like, you know what? I could give it to him. You could, yeah. So it, it's one of, but I think Keyshawn, in terms of talent, in terms of everything, it's just, it's so hard matching Keyshawn because he's only five, six fights in, but his Olympic pedigree, his training with Shakur and other, like, really established good fighters day in, day out, training with Bud day in, day out. Like, you've been doing that since you're 16, 15, 16. Like, the kid is above the standards of a prospect, but how fast can he move? Not Lomachenko. Like, so it's, but he wants those challenges and he looks like he's good enough, but it's so tough. Like, is he a prospect? It's like a I'll, super I'll call him, a, yeah, he's, he's a prospect. They got to just have rules, like under 10 fights or some shit like that. Something. We got we to gotta figure that part out. But it's Keyshawn Davis. He's, yeah. He's way too skilled. He's too damn good. Um, Castro damn near been a prospect forever. Yeah, he's still young too. He ain't a contender. No, I, no. So Mark Castro, like, could be in the running again. Nah, I wouldn't put him. He got dropped, like, three times. Mark Castro, again, he's the Jesse Magdaleno. He's the new Jesse Magdaleno. (laughs) Very fast hands. Looks like a really good fighter, but it's like... "Mm." That chin is Yeah, it's like, "Mm, you get touched, you're going to get smoked. I don't see any holes in Keyshawn's game. No, not yet. Um, Gets a little wild. Yeah, he'll tighten it up. That's that's my thing. Like, where butt is controlled, you can get kind of people out of there with the aggression. Keyshawn's a little wild with his aggression. I ain't worried about that. So, but no, I think Keyshawn gets that. Trainer of the year. We're going to agree again. Derek James. Derek James. Takes the award. Yeah. I definitely earned with 
Charlo's being undisputed. And then you look at Errol and everything. Like, it's hard to. Derek James is, is an incredible trainer. He finds ways to pull the best out of his fighters. So, yeah, it, like, it was no question for me. Like, when I saw this, I started thinking and I was like, oh, let me. Look. I was like, no, it's Derek James. No, it's Derek James. Why does Ben Davidson keep getting fired? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Seems about. like a great coach. <laughs> Something about Ben Davidson doesn't rub. Jive with fighters for whatever reason at a certain point. Josh Bounce now, like yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So weird. Might... And uh, I think Josh was had a million trips. Yeah, he's now he was just in Houston hanging out with Derek James. Right, <laughs> but everybody sees Derek James like mm, I want to work with him. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll get the best out of me. So, yeah. but uh, Bomax Camp and and all them, they deserve consideration. I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bomax has, you know, Terrence. He has Keyshawn. Like they they have a nice little stable going. We'll see what happens next year with that, that camp. Oh, it, yeah. If, if Terrence becomes undisputed and beats yeah. Errol, like, Bomack is, is shooting. Derek James versus Bomack. Like, there's... Yeah, the crazy man. thing about Bomack and them is that they have, like, three really good trainers. Yeah. Like, as a team, it's kind of like music producers, where it's like, yeah, you might have, like, a Timbo, but then there's, like, the Neptune. Yeah, and then Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Like, what the fuck yeah. is going on yeah. here? Like, like, they keep coming. Like, there's, like, collectives. And, like, they're, like, a collective. Yeah. So I would have to give, like, the three of them, like, yeah. the award. Yeah. More than even just Bowman. They're all so good. And to the point, Keyshawn and Terrence fought on separate cards. Same night. Yep. Didn't, loop, didn't miss a beat. They're just a great collective. Like, Dungeon Family. Yeah. Down there. And then last award for boxing... What's the, not even award, last question for boxing, what's the biggest fight to be made in 2023? Spence Crawford. Even though it's Tank and Ryan, it's a huge fight. Tank and Ryan is ginormous. It's a, it's a huge, huge fight, and I think... Paul KSI is ginormous. Paul KSI is ginormous, Usyk but... Usyk Fury is undisputed heavyweight champion of the mm, world. I love that fight, but in terms like big... Ryan and Tank is very big for a different reason, but there's no bells on the line. Crawford Spence is huge because now we're playing this bullshit waiting game. And Amy Loma. Eh, it's not as big. It's big. Don't get me wrong. But Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence Jr., undefeated, undisputed titles online. They don't like each other. They've been circling each other for all these years. And you genuinely have no idea who's going to win this fight. No. All the fights I mentioned. Even that one. That one's probably my number two. It's long awaited. I think it might have gone too long in the tooth. Could, maybe. Eh, we said that about Floyd and Pacquiao. We saw it what happened. It was great. Yeah, it was a tent outside. Complete circus. Yeah. My answer is different. And since that's my number two, we'll probably settle on that. Gets the, the award. Biggest fight can make it 2020. Don't tell me Joshua Wilder. Joshua Wilder. Yeah. It's the biggest fight you can have next year. No stakes. That's why it's not the biggest. You don't know who's going to win. Yes, you do. No, you don't. I love AJ. <laughs> if he man. takes Wilder to round five. Uh, that, that power still carries. He's going to get hit sooner or later. But we've seen Fury lean on his ass. Joshua, we've seen that lean. his chin can get touched. Look, I, I think Wilder's chin can get touched. I say, I'm 70-30 Wilder in that fight. Right now. The main reason... I'll go 60-40. The gas tank scares me. I know, but, I mean, Joshua has the same issue. 
the main reason for this, for me, is Joshua hasn't settled on a trainer again. That concerns me. Yeah. He's back running around the stage like, hey, <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? It's like, hey, Anthony, what do you want to do? Can you train with me? It's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Don't you have a trainer? No. Wilder, that's a knee trainer. He just goes out there and just throws a punch. Pick someone who's going to teach you how to f- sit down on your punches. again. That, that fight is massive, like globally massive, but there's no stakes. I, it's so big, it doesn't need it. I, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you because, I, like, I get it. Like, that fight, if you do that at Wembley, right? There's not enough seats in the house. It's just with, he would be outside. with Crawford and Spence, I'm just looking at two guys that just don't like each other, that's undisputed, that's undefeated, and I'm 50-50 on that fight. Damn, you got to do it in Brooklyn. Now, that, that, that fight ends up in Vegas. Wilder? Oh, wait. Wilder and Joshua? Yeah. Nah, you got to do that at Wembley. Here's why. Wilder needs that overseas taste. He hasn't it had helped. it yet. He hasn't had it yet. They got to go one and one. You got to have a rematch clause, which is stupid because sure. there's no belts on the line. Fuck it. Why not? I don't care. But you got to do a rematch clause. And if Wilder wins, then you bring it to the stage. You know who's sitting there going like, what the fuck? Joe Joyce would be the one like, come on, guys. But yes. I fuck. I put that in East Rutherford. Like, I put that in MetLife. Like, it's a huge fight. Yeah. But you got to do I think you, you, have to, you have to do it at Wembley first. You have to. I think Yeah, that feels good. Wilder getting that entrance at Wembley. And AJ. Keep the costume light. There's so keep many. the costume light. God damn. There's, <laughs> it's a long ass walk. I mean, that I walk know. is deep. It's a long walk. I looked at Tyson Fury like, yo, you're gonna have no energy. This motherfucker took a lot, and it's not even straight. They loop you around. They it's come this way. There's fireworks. It's it's a long ass walk. And looking at like, that's what people also. There's like such a Caribbean influence in in the UK, and like Jamaicans and like Nigerian and African transplant. Wilder comes up with some real African pro black shit. Oh, well, don't sleep on AJ. Nigerian roots. It's different. I know, but that's, I'm just saying. That's going to be the first time we get, like, if the fight happens, we get that, like, Big George versus Ali energy. I think it's even more different than that. I think it's like, Wilder coming out to pick, pick a top American rapper and, like, Joshua comes out like Stormzy or some shit like that. It's like... It's like a it's tale of two different black cultures. Like, yeah. yeah, like like pretty boys versus like the the brute dark skin. Like this is like some real shit that had like all the beats of like HBCUs were built around. Yeah. It's like it's, I'm it's, gonna knock this pretty boy ass dude out. Like there's so many different dynamics. It's huge. I'm I'm still going with Crawford Spence. Like I can't that's why I'm so mad the fight didn't happen because there was no reason. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like everybody wants to see this fight. Because we all thought. If Crawford fought Manny, he'd murder him. Yeah. We all thought if Spence fought Manny, he'd murder him. What happened? Neither of them got Manny. Like Crawford could fuck around and fight Manny. The loser of this Still. fight, the loser of this fight loses so much. Because they get basically This is it. They get exposed. Because you waited so long. This is it. If Terrence Crawford loses, Daryl Spence. That's right. Not not even and I'm saying losing in, in not a close fight. Like you get stopped or you get dominated. Immediately we start going, ah, look at those wins. You didn't really beat anybody. Same thing happens with Spence. Yeah. So that's he at least has it's the same after the car crash. He had an accident. But, but it still. is what it is. Yeah. If Terrence went out there and dogged Daryl, we'd be like, damn. Because Arrow, 
once upon a time, was the boogeyman of boxing. Yep. Once upon a time, I was getting calls, come to Floyd's gym, Errol's beating people up again. Pulled up, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That, that's, to me, that fight has to happen because now we're waiting. It's in their last hurrah. Yeah, you can't go 2024. I'm out. No, Wilder, Joshua, you do 2024, it doesn't lose in no, doesn't matter. Because Anthony, Anthony, whenever they fight, Deontay Wilder's power is going to carry until he's like 97 years old. Yeah, I don't go for Yeah, they're, they're fine. So, 2023 and 2024 look much better than 2022 in boxing. So, hopefully, I'm giving out A and B grades next year when so. we do this. And you don't have to give out another D. This is my job. <laughs> we appreciate you all for watching and listening as you always do. It's so much fun having these Corner Podcast Awards. Make sure you guys check us out on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube, the Corner Podcast. Thank you to everyone here at Blue Art Studios. So festive. We have the Christmas tree on the desk. We appreciate you all. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Plenty of blessings and gifts for all of the fam rolling into the next year. Closing out this year and starting next year with a ton of Corner Podcast Awards. Check out all the other shows, MMA, pro wrestling, and entertainment. So much fun going on. Till next time, we're out. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.